48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. Tonight's headlines. Chief Secretary John Lee says Hong Kong has in principle met the requirements for a full border reopening. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says prevention is better than cure when it comes to stopping fake news. And Australia sends a peacekeeping force to the Solomon Islands, where rioters have looted buildings, including those in the capital's Chinatown. Chief Secretary John Lee says Hong Kong has, in principle, met the requirements for a full border reopening. Violet Wong has more. Speaking after holding talks with mainland officials in Shenzhen, Mr Lee said the SL was now ready to push ahead with quarantine-free travel with the mainland. He said to achieve that, the government would implement a series of measures, such as unveiling a health code next week for Hong Kong residents. Mr Lee said people would need to use their real names for the health code and that the Leave Home Safe app would be used together with the code to keep track of the user's whereabouts. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says prevention is better than cure when it comes to stopping fake news in the media and disinformation on the internet from harming society. She says the government is now working on how to tackle the problems. Wendy Wong reports. Delivering a speech via video link at the Forum on Network Media of China, Mrs Lam said order on the internet was lost during the anti-government protests of 2019 and this endangered Hong Kong. She said the chaos was partly caused by fake information spread on the web by people with ulterior motives, adding that many students were incited to break the law and undermine national security. In view of rapid technological advances, the existing laws may not be effective in handling various illegal acts on the Internet, such as maliciously disclosing other people's personal information, disseminating hate and discriminatory remarks, and publishing fake news. Mrs. Lam says this is why Hong Kong needs to keep reviewing its legislation and plugging any loopholes. And the chief executive says it's wrong for people to say that Beijing owes Hong Kong people the chance to choose the SEL's leader through universal suffrage. Carrie Lam made the comment in a lecture to educators teaching citizenship and social development. She said the central government was sincere about promoting democratic development in Hong Kong, but the basic law doesn't state that selecting the CE by universal suffrage is only the ultimate aim. In recent years, many people pursuing so-called democracy would say that the central government owes us. If the CE is not chosen by one person, one vote, this concept is wrong. Do you remember who Hong Kong's leader was before 1997? It was the governor sent by the UK government. Did we have an election or consultations, or did they ask Hong Kongers? No. So this executive-led system headed by the chief executive is not something new. The basic law just continues that executive-led system. The Law Society says it has shut down two law firms with alleged links to a $60 million property scam. Francis Sitt reports. The Law Society said it began looking into Flora Lam and Co. and Lee and Associates in light of a police investigation announced in September. The signatures of vendors and borrowers were allegedly forged as part of fraudulent property transactions. Arali Nasir, a vice president of the society, set out their findings. Council of the Law Society had reason to suspect dishonesty on the part of the sole proprietor of firm land, who allegedly signed off on the conveyancing document as witness to the alleged forged signatures. Mr Nasir said the council also found reason to suspect dishonesty involving a former employee of Lee & Associates, who also allegedly acted as a witness to document signing.
The society said it is still assessing how many clients have been affected by its move to shut the two firms down. Charlton Hospital says staff found a psychiatric patient unconscious in a ward toilet this morning. Hospital spokesman said the 51-year-old man had clothing coiled around his neck. He was rushed to Prince of Wales Hospital where he was certified dead about an hour later. Charlton Hospital has reported the case to the police, the coroner and to the hospital authority. Next of kin have been informed. And now the weather. It will be mainly fine and dry. Minimum temperature tomorrow will be about 18 degrees in the urban areas and a few degrees lower in the new territories. Maximum temperature will be about 25 degrees during the day. Moderate northeasterly winds strengthening from the east gradually tomorrow night. Outlook mainly fine in the following few days. Windy over the weekend. Winds will strengthen from the north midweek next week. It will be cool in the morning and at night. Temperatures currently 21 degrees and the humidity 70%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is just coming up to five minutes past 11. The High Court has upheld the Communication Authority's finding that an episode of the RTHK show headliner insulted the police. But the judge rejected the authority's ruling that the show failed to present a broad range of views. Jimmy Choi has the details. RTHK Staff Union and the Journalists Association challenged the authority's finding over two segments at a political satire show in February last year. One sketch involved a presenter emerging from a rubbish bin dressed as a police officer to say that officers would no longer be at risk of COVID infections as foot patrols had been cancelled. Another implied that police had a healthy stock of protective masks while medics lacked equipment. Judge Anderson Chow upheld the authorities' finding that RTHK breached the TV programme code by denigrating or insulting police on the basis of their social status. But he overturned the finding that Headliner failed to present a broad enough range of views noting that the police declined or ignore invitations to respond. The judge found that the comments on protective equipment did not breach accuracy rules, but the remark about police patrols did. He added that there is no dispute that Headliner is in the nature of a satire. But Mr Justice Charles said the fact does not answer the question of whether it should be classified as a personal view programme for the purpose of the TV programme code. He said although the views of the hosts were not expressed in the classic format of such programmes, it is clear that they were expressing their own views on social, political or current affairs issues, although in a satirical and exaggerated manner. He said he did not consider the communications authority was wrong to treat the show as a personal view programme. Chairman of the Journalists Association, Ronson Chan, says it respects the court's decision. It gives a fair valuation to the production team of RTHK. However, the program, the headliner, has no longer been existent. Um, we, the JA, with RTHK Production Union, respect the ruling of the court and we will study the judgment and make further uh, response. RTHK reached out to the Police Inspectors Association, but its chair, Wilkie Ung, said he did not want to comment. Ombudsman Winnie Chu has urged the government to tighten medical requirements for older drivers, given that there are now so many on the territory's roads. Says Hong Kong's rules are lax compared to some other places, including the mainland. Wendy Wong reports. The Ombudsman looks at there were more than 73,000 drivers over the age of 70 in Hong Kong last year, almost doubled the number just four years earlier. When they renew their licenses every three years, these older motorists have to submit a medical certificate to prove they are fit to drive. But exactly what medical checks they need to go through to determine their suitability isn't specified. 
the ombudsman is now calling on the transport department to specify exactly what doctors should examine before issuing medical certificates. The watchdog says people's vision, physical fitness, reaction and cognitive ability can all weaken as they age and this may affect how good they are behind the wheel. It also notes that with an aging population, the proportion of Hong Kong drivers who are elderly is only going to rise. Police are warning that criminals are preying on migrant domestic workers to get hold of bank accounts they can use for money laundering. Officers say that of 43 people arrested in two recent operations, 34 of them were helpers. Here's Tim Song. Police say gangs are contacting migrant workers via social media or through mass mobile phone messages, offering them money in exchange for access to their accounts. The several thousand dollars up for grabs is enough to persuade people to get involved, the force says, and gangs take advantage of some migrant workers' lack of knowledge of Hong Kong law. Chief Inspector Michael Lai is from the Force's Financial Intelligence and Investigation Bureau. Through all our investigation, some of them were approached through the social media, and also sometimes they were approached by some stranger uh, on the off day uh, on the streets. The force says the number of arrests and prosecutions for money laundering both increased in the first nine months of this year, compared to the same period in 2020, although the number of cases dropped from about 840 to around 660. People convicted of money laundering can be fined up to $5 million or jailed for up to 14 years. People of Hong Kong will soon be able to visit a pre-war structure that narrowly escaped demolition last year. Century-old underground reservoir Bishop Hill in Sam Soi Po will be open for guided tours from mid-December with a quota of around 1,000 visitors a month, Francis it reports. With bookings for free tours to open on December the 1st, members of the public can soon get a glimpse of the pre-war structure, which is now classified as a Grade 1 historic building. Tours will run throughout the week, and each will last around 90 minutes. The number of visitors will be capped at 12 per tour, and use of the Leave Home Safe app will be required. Philip Chung, an assistant director at the Water Supplies Department, said visitors can enjoy the architectural design of the place and learn about its past contribution to the area. We are not prepared to fence off the places. I think the people will admire the history when they go near to it, when they feel it, and then not just put it in a box. I think most importantly, people of Hong Kong need to respect the history and they need to be considerate and not damage any historical properties and historical buildings. Sections of the reservoir were taken apart last year before demolition work was halted in light of a public outcry. And the Water Supplies Department has since spent some $20 million to implement reinforcement and improvement works. Mr Chong said authorities have yet to decide whether to carry out further restoration. It is possible that there is a full restore. But whether or not this is the best option for the future, I'm not sure. Because the building is a surface reservoir, it is a confined space. It may not be friendly for the visitor to go into the buildings to look at it. For the future plans, the government at this stage is open. We don't have any firm up idea at the moment. We will conduct public consultations and research to see what is the best options to restore and revitalize the historic buildings. The government said it will decide whether to extend the tours beyond June the 14th next year based on the public response. Solomon Islands Prime Minister Manessas Sogavare has rejected calls to step down. Earlier, he had requested that Australia send a peacekeeping force to the Solomon Islands after another day of anti-government unrest in the capital, Honiara. 
Businesses in the Chinatown area of the capital have been targeted. Demonstrators are mainly from the island of Malaita. They're angry about a perceived lack of spending there by the central government. Gina Kakea is a local journalist. For us in Honiara, it's quite a sad day for us, especially now it's getting out of control. People are now, you know, looting, burning down buildings. Uh, starting from the east of Honiara, they've burnt down a branch of the Bank South Pacific, also uh, Island Enterprise, a local company that's been here for quite a long time. In Beijing, Foreign Ministry spokesman Zhao Lijian says China expressed grave concern about the unrest and the attacks on Chinese interests. He urged authorities in the Solomon Islands to take all necessary measures to protect Chinese citizens. President Emmanuel Macron of France has called for stronger cooperation by European countries to tackle human trafficking. The 27 people died trying to cross the English Channel on Wednesday. Nous avons besoin de renforcer les coopérations avec la Belgique, les Pays-Bas, l'Allemagne, mais aussi les Britanniques et la Commission. We need to strengthen cooperation with Belgium, the Netherlands, Germany, and also the UK and the European Commission. Therefore, a series of meetings will be held by the Interior Minister in the coming hours and days to better prevent arrivals on French soil coming from the south, north and east, and to better integrate the British in the prevention of these flows by dismantling smugglers' networks. Sport and football and in a battle of heavyweights in the European Championship, in the, excuse me, European Champions League, Manchester City beat Paris Saint-Germain 2-1 at the Etihad Stadium to guarantee they'll finish top of Group A with a match to spare. Despite the loss, PSG also go through to the last 16. The City boss Pep Guardiola was happy with the way his team played against PSG strike force of Neymar, Messi and Kylian Mbappe. Football result is random. Nobody knows. I don't know what happened. What give you consistency and be a team is the how you perform. And the way we are performing is really good. The people enjoying watching us and we are enjoying playing. And hopefully we can sustain this, this consistent as long as possible. The players come back for the injuries to have depth squad and, and do it. Paris Saint-Germain boss Mauricio Pochettino, heavily linked with Manchester United following Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's sacking, played his cards close to his chest when asked about his future. Player know very well our situation. We know uh, their situation. I think we are living in a business that rumours uh, are there. Sometimes negative, sometimes positive, sometimes positive, sometimes negative. I think that is not a, a thing to talk uh, about the rumours. And of our top stories tonight, Chief Secretary John Lee says Hong Kong has in principle met the requirements for a full border reopening. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says prevention is better than cure when it comes to stopping fake news. And Australia sends a peacekeeping force to the Solomon Islands where rioters have looted buildings, including those in the capital's Chinatown. And that's the news from RTHK. RTHK Ever since I was a kid at school, I messed around with all the rules. Different after all Me and the boys Thought we had it sussed 
Valentino's all of us My dad said we look ridiculous But boy, we broke some hearts In and out of jobs, running free Waging war with society Dumb blank faces stare back at me But nothing ever changed
understand. One of Rod Stewart's best, I reckon. I was only joking the title, of course, and thanks for the emails in so 